I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. So, uh, why, why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 no. Get a hold of yourself. I mean, it's a new state budget. It increased by $20 billion, you Democrats. Outstanding. $20 billion? 18%? Come on, not a big 20 deal. Billion. I wish I had a budget that would increase by $20 billion. Just give me a $18 billion. Give me a $2 billion budget. Fine. I'd change the world if they found it. So we're renaming J- George Mason Elementary? Yeah, we to what? To a mayor from Richmond. George Mason. Bill of Rights. George Mason's not good enough to be on elementary school. We've lost our minds. And what mayor? UVA responds to the racist student video, and it makes it worse. President Jim Ryan makes it worse. We share that with you next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended the Lee brothers. My name's Scott Lee. He didn't just go, yeah, what she said, did he? Exactly. (laughs) I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Friday afternoon. Everybody thought we were going to be covered in snow. And if you went to the grocery store yesterday. Was it awful? Nah, 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 nah. I caught you. You were there, too. Well, I was there, too. (laughs) But I had planned to shop before I even knew it was going to snow, so I have an excuse. Now, what's wrong with the other people, right? I, I literally had a man stalk me for my cart. It wasn't that, that crowded. Was, was it yeah, that crowded? That store was rocking. Yeah, be kidding me. And it was early afternoon. We got no snow. In fact, I don't early even know why we... afternoon. We had Chesterfield closed, or I'm sorry, it was a two-hour delay today for no reason at all. Except, I guess they wanted to get some sleep, but... You know, if they, they announced that there might be one or two flakes that will fall, and you're a vendor, you work for... Uh, a direct store delivery type company or your salesman, route salesman or whatever, the smartest thing you can do is march through the store saying they just changed the forecast and it's going to be ugly. You don't have to say anything but that. Just go up and down the aisles. No, they're already pretend there. Pretend like Why you're talking you no, to no, no. your invisible friend. You're motivating them to go get the second card and fill them both. Why the funny thing is, you know, I worked... I worked in the grocery industry for quite a few years, and I learned if people came in this week and just bought all the milk and right, all the right. bread, even what's in the back room, right? all the snack cakes, all they just bought out the store, the store will replenish next week and do the same amount of volume. Okay. I don't know. In other words, people will buy two or three times their normal amount sure of groceries, sure and they will eat them. <laughs> they will sit at home and, and eat them. Sure, that's they America. sit at home and look out the windows and shovel. Instead of don't break out the spoons, break out the miniature shovels. I know everybody. Has and it has not for snow. It's for putting in their pie hole. It's for filling the pie hole, and they will eat every stinking thing. Everything they bought to drink, they'll drink. Everything they bought to eat, they will eat. Of course. 
It's the it's the warm. It well, that's warm. the American way. It's of not the it. warmth. Oh uh, well, whatever. It's just the American way. That's I want a grocery store that's mobile that I can tow around the northeast corridor. North, of the north, United the southeast. States. That's where you'll win. Well, you really win in the southeast, northeast too. All right, coming up at five, um, the the best of the Democratic debate. But I guarantee you. They're clips that you really weren't familiar with. I promise you, we pulled out some some zingers here that'll make you scratch your head and go, how did I miss it? And it'll blow your mind. You're just like, what has happened in our country that those people on the stage even had an audience in the crowd, let alone on TV? You watch it because it was it was movie caliber. It was hilarious. But the people in the crowd actually are there because they like it. But we'll share these clips with you at five. It, 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 it'll blow your mind. And a bill in the General Assembly, a couple of them, is for lactating rooms and menstrual equity. They had real debates about both those things. We'll discuss that at five. But first, can we just come back to this? We talked about this last week, Richard. But this comment from this UVA student where there are too many white people in the room, and many of you have heard this clip. We're going to play it for you again in a second. But what's interesting about it now is the president, Jim Ryan, from UVA, has uh, responded in letter form, and the students have responded in video form. We've got both those for you here in the next half hour, and it's just, you're just going to shake your head and go, this is it's insane. Jim Ryan cannot recognize real racism. He won't even call it out. He'll go, well, you have to understand the context. It's insane. Here's the clip that America is still talking about in UVA. Public service announcement. Excuse me. If y'all didn't know, this is the MSC. And frankly, there's just too many white people in here. And this is a space for people of color. So just be really cognizant of the space that you're taking up. Because it does make some of us POCs uncomfortable when we see too many white people in here. It's only been open for four days. And frankly, there's the whole university for a lot of y'all to be at. And there's very few spaces for us. So keep that in mind. Thank you. POC stands for person of color. Or people, same thing. Person, people. People of color. Right. Person, if you're by by yourself, like this lady. It's disgusting. Obviously, she wasn't by herself because she had one other person clap. (laughs) This is is the most disgusting. There was a real crowd situation going on there. It's disgusting what she said. It's it's, uh, racist. I agree. It's disgusting. She ought to be... um, uh, should have be not applauded, but laughed at, mocked, impugned, and told her that she is a racist. And this idea that should follow her. She said something all her days it, until she apologizes. Right. Let me see what she says here. This- for four days, and frankly, there's the whole university for a lot of y'all to be at, and there's very few spaces for us. There's very few, few spaces. spaces for there's what? a whole under- and a whole university for you to be at too. Lady, I mean, you can go all over the entire university because you are a POC. <laughs> Doesn't mean you can't go over the whole university. Is there uh, there's a difference? You and I have talked about this. When you wake up in the morning and look in the mirror, uh, most people just see themselves. But there is a group of people who look in the mirror and go, I'm a white person. Or they look in the mirror and go, I'm a black person. And they live that way. And they walk around looking for racist issues. This black UVA student is one of those. She's dead wrong, and she ought to apologize, and she's a racist. Now, what do you think the president, Jim Ryan, said about this? 
this is, is it, here's the title of his written statement. Toward a shared sense of purpose and community. Now, immediately, most of you in America just threw up everywhere because what is she? Unless she's writing this to the racist black woman who stood up and said this, then this is going to be a pile of crap. And guess what? This <laughs> Jim well, Ryan. They've got a problem there. If he comes on and says. What this POC said was a POC. POC, he's going to be in real trouble. Well, he he didn't say that necessarily, but POC is a pile of crap, or POC is a person of color. Interesting. Here's what he said: could be a new shoe brand for all we know. He said he result. He's got a flood of calls and emails to his office across the university, as well as threats and racist comments towards the student involved and students of color generally. Which, by the way, I think is I think's a lie. There's no way that students of color have gotten threats for something this one stupid student said. But anyway, he goes on to say that that some have suggested that um, it's blatant racism. Others demand punishment, etc. Uh, some have endorsed her statement. Then he says, Jim Ryan of the president of UVA says, my own views don't fit nearly into either camp. You can't you can't pick a position here. You can't hear that clip and make a decision. And you're the president of the university. Give me the job of vice president and I'll make all your decisions for you. I'll simplify things. He says, nor is it easy to explain on social media. So I'm grateful for the invitation to say a bit more written here. I'd like to share a few brief comments on the controversy, then spend most of my time on the talk of topic of diversity and inclusion why why no diversity and no inclusion in that young lady exactly how about addressing that you want inclusion then why would you stand up and say there's too many white people here if you want diversity why would you stand up and say there's too many white people here you folks have the rest of the university i would have stood up and said does that mean you're telling me for the rest of your days here at the university you're going to keep your racist butt in this building and not go anywhere else? That's okay. <laughs> well, at least we know where you are. Exactly. Jim Ryan goes on to say this, to, ju- to suggest that some students should be excluded on the basis of their race or any other aspect of their identity is inconsistent with the very purpose of the center. Then stand, more make ge- a stand. More generally, and to be plain about it, no student should be denied access to the university program or space because of race. He says that, but later in the article, he contradicts it. He contradicts it, and we'll share that with you next. And the comments of the students, which are just unbelievable. What is wrong with our university and campus? Campuses here at UVA. That's next, and your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Tired of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. President President Jim Ryan of UVA just made things worse. He didn't make it better. He can't recognize when a black woman stands up at the Multicultural Center and says, all whites get out. 
And he won't he won't even say that's that's bad. He just says, "Well, you don't understand the context. I don't know which side I'm on. You know, certainly someone shouldn't be excluded because of their race." And then he later, in the same article or his his, his announcement, contradicts it. Here's how so. He goes on to write this. But as a community committed to free speech, we should stand beside and work to protect anyone, particularly a student who is facing physical threats for expressing unpopular views. Now, you know what's funny about this? If there was a white person who stood up in the multicultural center and said, all blacks get out, do you think he would make that nice statement? That would be international news. They, you know, they, they would be talking about that in North Korea, probably. I mean, they would be talking about that everywhere. Do you think the president of UVA would say, we need to be careful because this student is facing physical threats for unpopular views? Unpopular? Her view is inherently racist. Can't you say that, the UVA president? No, he can't. Then he goes on. He continues. Now, remember, if this is a white student saying this, I can promise you Jim Ryan would crucify the white culture. That student would be looking for a new school today. Exactly right. They'd be kicked out of the school. There's no doubt about it. No question. He goes on to say, quote, the harder part is to put this statement in context. You believe this? And to think more broadly about diversity and inclusion today. I'm sorry if I missed that aspect of the the, the context was pretty simple to me. Let me get this right. Let me get this right. Like a math equation. Racism equals diversity and inclusion. Could be. He goes on to say the multi students, the multicultural student center at UVA, similar to such centers in other universities. Oh, okay. Minus. Has traditionally been a place where students of color, more than white students, gather and find community. This is what he's saying. Oh, so it's okay to say once white people come in there. Got it. Okay. Got it. Well, racism equals minus diversity and minus inclusion. That's what that's racism. That's racism in a math. He goes mathematical way. Now, listen to what the UVA president says here. He says, I cannot put myself in someone else's shoes. But the comment about white students at the newly renovated MSC in its context is to me a statement of concern that one of the few places traditionally for students of color were turned into a place dominated by white students. Can you believe that? He just said this is perfectly fine. Understand the context. She feels threatened. Threatened by what? White people? Jim, Ryan, you she are doesn't an feel idiot. Threatened. She didn't feel she Based on what she said, she doesn't feel threatened at all. That is a bunch of crap. That's an excuse that she probably told him. But she's not, that woman doesn't feel threatened. You, you know that. She feels emboldened. She feels emboldened exactly to say those things right. exactly. about how she hates white people. And there's too many white people in this room. Now, if it was the other way around, is all you have to do is measure it. Just if the other way around and a white person said something that bold and, and racist, then Jim Ryan at UVA would treat it differently. Instead, he now says, well, in context, she felt like it's more of a black place than a white place. Unconscionable. Then he said this. Confronting the reality that there are still places on, on these grounds and off where individuals are made to feel unwelcome because of some aspect of their identity, including race. That's what he thinks. There are places where you are unwelcome. 
where? University President Jim Ryan, where? There where are, are the racist, places that are, you are not filled welcome? I want to know where they are. They're racist places up there, little racist bars or bistros. He says there are. Shazam. I thought that uh, all of that went out hundreds of years they're, ago. They're, they, they did. There's no places. They're just cranking up of course they are. stink with people. Jim Ryan is scared as the president of UBA to call this out for what it was. He won't do it. That's why we, we don't have blind justice. We don't even have blind people. We got people who look at the color of skin and allow for this kind of racist statement. It's awful. Now, you think maybe the UVA students have got it right. Well, they don't. Here's a video caught by the Young American Foundation. Went and interviewed the people on the campus about this incident. The UVA students respond. Uh as a white person, I don't want to say that I should be allowed anywhere, and I think it should be up to those um, organizations to this. As a what? white person, I don't think I should be allowed anywhere. Wow. Okay, well, that's just the beginning. Let it, let it continue to run here for a second. Uh, as a white person, I don't want to say that I should be allowed anywhere, and I think it should be up to those um, organizations to decide. My name is Karen By the way, Zuckus. by the way, can I just say something? If a black person said that, it'd be, it'd be, we, we would go, what are we talking about? Of course a black person can go anywhere they want. And but what, a white person would actually say, I don't think I should decide where I go. What organizations is she referring to? The, the multicultural center. That's a, a multicultural center, but there are multiple organizations inside this center. That, that, what do they have? People stand in front of the door with the arms crossed. You're not welcome. Do you believe we're even having this conversation? Walk away, white boy. Conti- they continue here. To decide. My name is Kara Zupkis, and I'm with Young America's Foundation. We're here at the University of Virginia after a video went viral of a minority student telling white students that they are not welcome in the Multicultural Student Center. We're asking students what they think about inclusivity on campus. Okay, so you guys saw the viral video. What are your thoughts on it? Um... It was interesting because uh, you could kind of take it two ways. I understand as like a person of color, like why that space is there in the first place. Pretty much fine. Like if that space is for them. I think it's kind of agree like that uh, as like a white person. I guess just we unbelievable. That place is for them. What do you mean them? There's an us versus them. You mean there's people who are them and not the us? And how this is the most divisive thing I've ever seen. The Multicultural Center has become a wicked, anti-American, dividing building. It's a place for them? What do you mean, them? So now we have to divide ourselves by color of our skin? That's right. You and I used to argue about whether or not racism was alive and well in the United States. And you used to tell me, it's not, it's not. You're seeing something that's not there. Ever since Barack Obama was elected and things, they started twisting the knobs... Racism has become a very powerful, divisive. Only I would only agree with you in two places. On college campuses and politics, most of America lives in a non-racist area. They just do. Except this right here is an example of idiocy. Well, we've, we've talked about college kids going home and being programmed by their parents. These college kids are going home and programming their parents. <laughs> Good point. 
All right, quick break, one minute, and back with your phone calls, 454-1366, and more of these UVA students responding to a very racist student. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of political talk radio, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Virginia citizens and American patriots disappointed in the president of UVA not recognizing the real racists in the room. I mean, it's unconscionable. And by the way, the UVA students, here's more of the students at UVA commenting on this black woman at the cultural center saying there's too many whites to get out. Have more areas where you can feel comfortable. And if they don't feel comfortable in those other areas, that it's nice for them to have a space where they do feel comfortable. Where are blacks not comfortable at UVA? I don't understand. There's got, they're so uncomfortable on UVA's campus that they need a place to go to feel comfortable? If there are people of any race, color, creed on UVA's campus making any person of color or whites of color, any person uncomfortable, they need to go. That person needs to go. They need to be expelled, kicked off the grounds. The fact is it's not happening. And no, there are it's no, not there, happening. And there's no places on UVA where blacks feel uncomfortable so bad that they have to have the multicultural center to themselves back to segregation again. It's the only excuse they can come up with to justify this racist behavior. It's the only excuse. <laughs> exactly. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. You're standing there with 30 people. I'm still scared. <laughs> exactly. You Where know, does that it's come rid- from? It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous to make the statement that the multicultural center is a safe place. What a pile of crap. And, and it's why amazing. Do, why are they saying, okay, blacks in this corner, Hispanics in that? Why are they doing that? You know, exactly. I, I, I go on a college campus. I see a large group of students, and they're Hispanic. They're black. They're white. They're from everywhere. There are more. More on this. We're going to play this again in your phone calls. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. No opinion. No slant. Just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I think we have to rethink how we define what constitutes a successful economy. Oh, yeah. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 434, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The city on the James, man. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left. left sometimes is far left. It's Richard. You okay? Sitting on the banks of the James. <laughs> That's right. Since we're on the city on the James. Uh, yeah, it's all James. good. Have you ever caught fish out of the James? Yes, of course. Did you eat it? I don't. I think I might have. Yeah, actually. I understand. That, explain, that explains a lot. Well, he is a raw fish guy. I uh, I, I love sushi. Huge fan. All right. 454 <laughs> Four five four thirteen sixty six. Hey, check us out at ninety two seven AM 
820am.com. That's simple. It's really not that complicated. 97, 927 FM, 820am.com. I got two fishing poles for my birthday. Yeah, we'll go. And then when you go to the website, check us out. Click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you directly to our page where you see Bernie Sanders is actually quite scary. A video there about socialism and Western civilization is by far the best. All at 927FM820AM.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. There you'll see that. All right, coming up in the program, Democrats on the debate, they're planning to destroy the energy sector. And it's it's just amazing that there are people who cheer this. I guess they don't like energy, but we'll talk about that coming up at five and some of the bills in the General Assembly. But first, can we get, let's just get back to this for a second. Rich and I at the break, we're talking about how we've come so far that the University of Virginia is now want to go back to segregation, that the multicultural center at UVA is perfectly fine with Jim Ryan. He says he understands the context that why black people want a place to be a safe place, as if it's unsafe somewhere else, which is asinine, but they want to go back to segregation, that there ought to be a place for blacks. There ought to be a place for Asians. There ought to be a place for whites. And that is balkanizing. It is divisive. It is anti-American. And it is all driven by a leftist ideology that destroys who we are as a people. It's obviously what the lady who made the announcement wants. Um, And the fact that the faculty of UVA not stepping up saying, this is not, not, not what we want. We want, we want diversity, not in groups separated in, in this building. We want them sitting together. And you see that when you go on a college camp, campus. You see diversity. I guess that's what you call it. You, you see people of color. You see white. You see them all right. sitting together, talking. They're friends. Right. But yet this one particular individual decides it's okay for the Hispanics or the Asians or the blacks to be in this building. But, hey, there's too many white folk in here. That is appalling. And they're okay with that. The school administrators and so are okay with that. So are the students. Listen to them. As uh, you could kind of take it two ways. I understand as like a person of color, like why that space is there in the first place. Pretty much fine. Like if that space is for them. I think it we is. kind of agree like that uh, as like a white person, I guess just we have more areas where you can feel comfortable. We do. I don't feel. And white people have more areas. If everybody has areas that are comfortable. The entire university of Virginia is an area to feel comfortable. If it's not, then they've got a problem. Maybe they had a meeting and they sat down and they divvied up the land. Exactly. You know, How insane is this? I re- represent the white folk. We want all of the grass. And unbelievable. Comfortable no, no, no. Don't pass the bags, baggies to the front. Be mindful that it is a space where students of color go to be comfortable and to feel safe and supported. Um, and when there's white students that are in there doing something that could be perceived as disrespectful. I mean, perceived as disrespectful? When white when has that ever it? happened? Exactly. What you are know, you talking okay, about? What about when there's a person of color in there doing something that could be perceived as disrespectful. Then what? How can it be perceived, the fact that a white person is in the room, be perceived as disrespectful? I guess, you know, we, we, we're we disrespectful by where we go. 
Josie and Richmond, you're on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon to you. There's a string of things going on. It makes me so blanking mad. I want a taxpayer revolt that we do not pay for statues taken down at a million dollars apiece, and then they say the schools aren't right, and the schools are bad, and we need money for that. And then they come to the University of Virginia, and they say, well, this is international, can't mean any, any, any color but white. And I kind of think, well, maybe these black ones need their own little enclave, maybe their own club that they can establish, so, or maybe they just need to go to Africa. I don't know what. I am so franking mad. I am just mad. And I, I don't know. The Democrats are tearing this Commonwealth apart as hard as they can. The policemen didn't want to support a bill that was going to kill us with our guns. I mean, the, to take away the gun laws. And the policeman said, no, that's right. Our First Amendment right is important. So we have now not a vote in the, in the um, um, state house that says that we can um, support a, a two or th- I think one or two percent raise for the policemen. Policemen are now being punished because they didn't want to. So there's a lot to unpack there, Josie. There's, there's a ton and of- you know what I do when I get this angry? I get me a box of wine, and I have a good time. You do? I really do. Yeah. Well, and as far as the, the statues go, that has got to be stopped. Those statues have got to be kept right where they are. They belong to the citizens of Virginia. And so- until the citizens of Virginia, and I mean every citizen of Virginia, says take them down. They have no right to take them down. So what's interesting about this, and and Josie's frustration is probably consistent with many who heard a flat-out racist statement by a UVA UVA student, and nobody said it's wrong. None of the students we played were said it was wrong. The university uh, president, Jim Ryan, didn't say it was wrong, and everyone knows it's wrong. And there is a group of people who, who can't recognize the, because of the color of this girl's skin, she's not scrutinized for her words, and it's wrong. She's And she's afraid. She's afraid for herself because there are too many white people in the room. <laughs> she's afraid. It sounds like she's bullying the president exactly. of the university. And bullying and white people. And that guy's afraid. He's giving her his lunch money, in a sense, every stinking day. Good point. And she's getting away with it. All right, more of these UVA students. Listen to this. To understand that that could be hurtful. I think, like, white people need to be aware of the fact that it's not a space for them and make sure that, like... It's, it's not, not a, a space, space for them? For white people. Oh. Of course it's not. Could you're you... a college student. Don't act like an idiot. If it, if it was a space for a white students, it'd have a sign over the door, white students. Those kinds of rooms, that kind of crap doesn't go on anymore. So it, can you here's imagine... a college student coming up. You're... College student, I hope that you're like a a freshman from Moronic High School somewhere deep down south. I hope you're just an idiot from somewhere and you've come to get educated because you seriously need it. You imagine if someone said, that place isn't for black people. Imagine someone saying what that student oh just said. Oh, my gosh. People would be arrested already. Of course. Shots would be fired. Exactly. The building would be burning. <laughs> exactly. All right, so here he says it again. Listen. Respectful. I mean, you have to understand that that could be hurtful. 
I think, like, white people need to be aware of the fact that it's not a space for them and make sure that, like, when they're entering their space or that space, they're not, like, taking up the space for other, like, people of color who want to use it. This is a multicultural space, and it doesn't look multicultural, then the multicultural people at UVA feel less comfortable here. Less comfortable. Well, then go sit on the grass. If you're that pathetic and you're that dense, if you're that much of a hardhead, you poor, poor baby. You believe this? When? You believe this? When? Go sit outside in the grass. Not a single student can go, uh, this is unbelievable. And instead, it's the opposite. It's the problem with everyone looking at this. Why can't wrong be wrong? Instead, wrong is like, well, what color are they? Oh, well, they're not really wrong then. Here, a a multi room should be for everybody. Multi races, possibly. Maybe, the word diversity maybe come into play here, y'all. Have <laughs> exactly. Always beat the diversity drum, but you don't want to be diverse. Well, there should never be a place called the multicultural center. Never. No, there should. There should not be a place called the diversity center. There should not be. Quit putting so much emphasis on our differences. We are all Americans, all from Virginia. No one goes to UVA and goes, I'm a black person. I want my safe space. How if, stupid is that? If the, if the room is filling up with people, obviously it was a great idea. And they, they need to make it bigger. Simple as that. <laughs> How, here's an idea. On. They got plenty of money. How about just make all UVA a multicultural center? There you go. The whole, the campus. whole campus. Oh, my. Here, Holy smokes. Too many white people in here. All right. So here, continue. Look at that. UVA's statement was ridiculous and that it's a multicultural student space and that um, white people need to be aware of the spaces that they occupy on grounds and that we need to all be aware of the kind of, I don't know, the way that we occupy spaces around everything. And I think that she had a good point and she wasn't aggressive. She was very clear and concise with what she said. And she Idiot. Incredibly racist. You That's know, a, every... almost unbelievable. If that was my daughter, I would free, I'd yank her out of that school so fast. So would I. Every race, creed, color needs to be aware that white's a color, too. And if you're going to build something, a multi-building for multi-races, white's a race. You know what's interesting to me? It's, it's pathetic. I said never think about this. UVA is a very elite school. You can't just go Thomas sign Jefferson up. Jefferson is turning cartwheels in his grave. The, think how elite UVA. You can't you can't get into UVA. I mean, many students in Virginia right. would love to get in. Here's a black woman who gets into UVA who claims that UVA is a racist hellhole outside the multicultural center. And she can't be safe outside the multicultural center. And whites are a threat to her. Yet here she is living in the United States of America, the most free place you can be going to the most premier universities in the country, and she hates, just hating her heart. It is unbelievable to me. somewhere else. All right, just to wrap this up. Go to safety school. There's a safety school of safe places? Anyway. Well, she could make her own. Here's more of these students. Had a good point. Do you think that the Multicultural Student Center should be reserved for students that are minorities? I think that it's a space where... It's, multi- it's multicultural, so it's designated to be a multicultural space. And I think that more people of color are safe there and feel more safe, safe from there. Safe what? Yes, I do. Should white people be allowed in the MSC? Oh, here we go. That's not the issue. Oh, it's not? That's not the issue. The issue is that it was, it felt like a safe space, and now it does not feel like a totally safe space. Why? Because white people are threatening? I'm telling you, we've lost our country we've lost uva 
It's over. A lady stands up and says, too many white folks in here, and now they don't feel safe. Well, first of all, the white folks are just going to go by whatever the school says. The school comes up and says, hey, I need y'all to move into another. They're just going to do it. They're not going to come back with baseball bats and sticks and chains and say, right, yeah, we're moving now, but we're going to hurt you. It's that, un- that's, that's just not going to happen, this, ever. This is divisive. It's UVA's fault. It is the left's fault in dividing us. This is what division looks and like. Pathetic. And it's threatening. I'm embarrassed threatening. that it's in Virginia. I am, too. All right, your phone call's next. And, by the way, George Mason is no longer acceptable on an elementary school. The founder of the Bill of Rights, no longer acceptable. We'll cover that next. And your He's phone calls. He's joining us next. Four, live, five, live four. in the studio. 1366-454-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366-1366
go through what the Bill of Rights are that he came up with? Should we read them to you here on 820 and 92.7 FM? Should we? Or do we have to educate you again? This is a man who had unbelievable ideas about a strong local government and a weak federal government. He led the uh, uh, adoption of the Bill of Rights. He was instrumental in it. He first penned it here in Virginia. He was vigorously opposed to the provision to allow the slave trade to continue. Don't some of the Democrats see the Bill of Rights as kind of a choke collar for them and their socialist ways today? Correct. George Mason called slavery a disgrace to mankind. He also thought that... um, that the document was unfair in many ways, but he, he never supported the Constitution. He never signed it because of the Bill of Rights. This is an amazing human being. Now, you contrast that to what Richmond wants to do. They want to put Henry Marsh's name on the building. They want to get rid of George Mason, who was the founder of the Bill of Rights and uh, an amazing Virginia uh, historian and, and citizen and replace it with Henry Marsh, who happens... I don't know what he did, except he was a mayor, but he happened to be the the first black mayor. So here we are again. Is Henry Marsh going to be on the building because of something he did or the color of his skin? I, I guess we have to revert back to seeing only the color of the skin. So now Henry Marsh will be the name on the elementary school in Richmond, not George Mason for the amazing things he did, because we don't want to talk about the amazing things that he did about the founding of the country, but we'll look at Henry Marsh because the color of his skin. So the school board this week picked new names for three schools, and that will benefit every kid who walked into the George Mason Elementary and said, who is this guy? And I'm sure the adults in the room said he was a white slave owner. Instead of saying what he really did for the cause of freedom and liberty, They'll say that and put Henry Marsh's name on the building. Which, by the way, who cares who's on the building? Really. It doesn't make any difference. But if you're going to make them learn better because of course Fred Flintstone's on the building or Bonnie Rubble, neither. Unless you're if you're Cheryl Burke, who is the school board vice chair, it's chairwoman, but chairman's the same thing. Cheryl Burke said she was beyond elated with the decision to rename the school after Marsh a civil rights champion. I bet you George Mason was a civil rights champion. You ever heard of the Bill of Rights, Cheryl Burke? Superintendent Camrus, again, Jason Camrus, who makes $250,000 being the superintendent, said, I think it's part of our growing tide here in Richmond for re." recognizing heroes who have not been recognized for years. That would be George Mason, sir, who haven't been recognized for years. I mean, Jason Cameras, do you know who George Mason is? It's unconscionable that this goes on because of lack of knowledge and the people fail. Well, that's where we are. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820. WNTW. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I can't, I can't wait. I, I, I can't.
cannot wait for you to hear the clips from the debate this week. They want to destroy energy sector. They they are, are talking about socialist ideas. And the clips we have for you coming up in the next hour are going to blow your mind. I mean, you may have heard the debate or even watched it, but I think there's certain aspects of it you missed. And we're going to share that with you. Amy Klobuchar was one on the stage this week. She said she opposes English as its national language. She was challenged on this because she supported an amendment to defend English as our national language, but she has since recanted, saying she no longer believes English should be the national language of the U.S., disavowing her vote she took a decade ago. Then what should it be? Exactly. Pig Latin. America, we're not speaking British right now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, This is another example of the left not having or believing in a distinct American culture, one that unites, not divides. Do you think having 18 different languages printed on everything is a uniter? I don't think it should be like Irish because I can't get the accent right. I think people come here. They want to be Americans. They don't come here speaking Spanish and go, I can't wait for you to change the language to Spanish. I don't think people do that. But the left is so hell-bent on pandering to a ridiculous leftist ideology that they don't even stop and think, go, wait a minute. We have borders. We have a language. We have a culture. Why would we change our language? Why would any country say, you know what? We've got some nut jobs in the parliament now or whatever. They think we should change our language. So, Amy Klobuchar, whatever that means. I mean, they're supposed to change their language. Who who does that? It is a pandering attempt to get one thing: a vote. It's stupid. <laughs> of course, it's stupid. Incredibly stupid. It's the left today who isn't bright, and we got proof in the next hour that they're not bright. It's insane where the left. Uh, is going, and we got, uh, we're got. we going to show you that direction, and it's going to scare you. And, of course, your phone calls, 454-1366. Check us out, 92.7fm820am.com. Very simple, 92.7fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you directly to our page, and you'll find two great videos there for your listening and watching pleasure. Lee Brothers, 92.7fm820wntw. Don't everybody thank me at once. The government is us, and we're, we're doing things right. The stupidity. Men have, men have been getting on my nerves lately. Wow, wow, wow. She's got tremendous hatred. Elizabeth Warren has got tremendous hatred. What did you say? Tremendous hatred. So there's, tremendous uh, hatred. There's some, there's some bills in the in the uh, General Assembly for lactating rooms and menstrual equity. Yeah, I don't know what so it means these either. bills mean that a, a employer has to dedicate two different rooms? Could be. For these things? Unbelievable. And uh, Democrats, their plan is to destroy the energy sector. You think we're kidding? Wait till you hear what they said. You should be concerned. No, very concerned. And is it immoral to be a billionaire? Immoral? That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. 
I know of two more billionaires this country needs. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. It is a bit brisk out there, but the, the weekend's going to be nice. I have to work on Randy's car this weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. I haven't gotten myself greasy. Yeah, you sound real excited about it. <laughs> I am excited <laughs> no, about it. It sounds sound like you're not the least My bit voice is screwed up in my... Among other things. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way of putting it. That's the best it, way to put it. I understand. Come uh, hell or high water, I'm going to get out there. If the weather's decent, I'm going to get out there and fix that car. Yeah, it'd be good. You're good at I'm that I'm pretty stuff. sure I know what's wrong with you, it. You, are, you fixed my generator. I, I must say, I'm actually very impressed with your abilities to do things outside of uh, the studio. You're just Well, thank the- you for saying that because well, I sat in your driveway and repaired that Beautiful little generator. Well, when I was done with my beers, I came out and checked on you. What are you talking about? Once or twice. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you you sit there and watch like, that's not going to work. <laughs> I said, well, I'll, be back. Gonna work I'll be back in a second. Two hours later, I'm like, Richard, said, is my generator working or not? I'm asleep on the concrete. That's true. I had to wake you up a couple times. But How many times did you pull that cord before it started? And just Once. That's right. It's beautiful. The thing, the carb- carburetor had been gummed up for... Probably a couple years. You couple fixed years. it. Yeah, you gum a carburetor up for a couple of years. You got something gummed. You think? I, gummed? I tore that thing down, took the valves out, took yeah, everything yeah. out. I know what you did. I was there. Did what I had to do, put the thing back together, and he pulled it one time, and it fired right up. And those little engines are a blast to work on. Yeah. All right, stop bragging. And what did you do the next day? Open another. He wouldn't let me work on his lawnmower. I, I went over there to. That's fix because I learned something. I wanted to do my own. His generator. Oh, whatever. I, oh, the lawnmower is in the shop. So <laughs> I told you I'd fix it. Liar, liar, pants on fire. All right, phone lines are open. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Trust me, you want to chime in on this. Four five four thirteen sixty six. The Democratic debate is a, a disaster of biblical proportions. It it's just a shame that we can't have two parties that love America, love capitalism, love freedom and liberty, and have a couple of little differences, that'd be fun. Saturday Night Live could use, could do the, the Democratic debate on their show with very little alternating or adjusting to make it funny. Because it already was, in many cases, funny. The thing I got out of this was, was the bunch I got out of I watched this entire thing, and, and it makes me sick to my stomach. There's a group of people who actually applaud this stuff. But the, the one thing that jumped out to me is something about this billionaire conversation. And it's amazing to me that there's someone running for president who actually thinks that it's immoral for someone to make money. Here's a little snippet of that conversation. Senator Sanders, what did you mean that you don't think they should I'll exist? Tell you what, I mean. what did that mean? That's a great statement. What do you mean billionaires shouldn't exist? Now, this guy is running for the president of the United States, not Russia, not 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 some foreign land, but the United States who thinks they shouldn't exist. What is if they shouldn't exist, then what has to happen by the force of government? I don't care if you like billionaires or not. If you if you don't like them, then and you think they shouldn't exist, then the government has to fix it. That is less freedom. And right. how do they fix it? If if you invent something, the better mousetrap, and it takes off like fire in a windstorm and the money is piling up and you're getting ready to hit billionaire status are you happy does all get out are you scared to death that the government's going to ring your doorbell 
when that meter hits and forget one billion dollars and forget a billion because there's too few of them. It's eventually going to be a million. Eventually, a government that can stop the billionaire can stop the millionaire. And pretty soon, there'll be someone like Barack Obama walking around going, at some point, I think you made enough money. Yeah. $250,000. I think you made enough money. But, but you didn't make that money. That's the Someone point else of this. they made that money. Now, give me that money. That is the entire point of this. America, you should be very fearful of a, of a, of a government that thinks you could stop at any level. Anyway, here's Bernie's reaction. That mean we have a grotesque and immoral distribution of wealth in income. It's it, let me, th- this is unbelievable. Grotesque and immoral. The free market, by definition, does not have a moral guide. It is how things work. It is amazing that someone who can sit there and claim that I'm moral enough that I can distribute money how I think is right. But the free market, the free flow of money, they can't do it well enough. So I'm going to do it? That's what Bernie's saying. It's unfair how it currently works. Therefore, government, who is inherently unfair, is going to fix that? I am amazed that no one says anything about this. Actually, Bloomberg tried, but here we go. Mike Bloomberg owns more wealth than the bottom 125 million Americans. By the, by the way, so what? By the way, so what? He didn't take it from them. He doesn't steal it from them. He doesn't hoard it so no one else can get it. He's it's, not the sheriff of Nottingham. Exactly. I mean, he earned it. Who he cares? He earned that money. That stat is so unbelievably irrelevant that it, it should be laughed off the stage. And, and they make it a bad thing. But I guarantee you, if Bernie were in the same shoes as Bloomberg, he would not have he would not have said what he said about Bloomberg, and neither would any of the others on the stage if they were in the same shoes. Uh, they're pretty ideological. I would say that they're pretty communist socialists that they just might, even if they're successful. Anyway, Bernie continues. That's wrong. That's immoral. No, that not. should not be the case when we got a half a million people sleeping out on the streets, where we have kids who cannot afford to go to college. And that's Bloomberg's fault? Do you people not see the problem with this? So there are kids who can't go to college, and Bloomberg's got a billion dollars. So let's go take it from him? How is that moral? That's called thievery. It's called thievery by force of government, and no one seems to object to it. Paul from Chesterfield, you're on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you, yes. And I voted for Trump, and uh, I always want to take the opportunity to say to the public to read Anatomy of an Epidemic by Robert Whitaker. Now, getting back to what you guys are talking about, don't act like there is absolutely nothing wrong with the way the capitalism is right now. I'm not for communism or socialism, but don't act like the fact that Bloomberg has got $100 billion and there's like absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. What's what's wrong with the it? Working Americans what's wrong with it? can't even afford health insurance. So you gotta take it from him to give him the health insurance? Is that what you're suggesting? No, no, but but don't act like that there's nothing wrong with what is going on and what the Democrats and and the Republicans be specific have what is to wrong happened to this country be specific. over the last fifty years. Give me specifics, please. What's it, wrong? If give me you the were example. Paul Bloomberg. 
specifics. No, you can't. You can't just act like that. There that the current system does not need some type of what adjustment. should be fixed. What? Tell me what should be fixed. I didn't go to Yale. You're calling here, telling me there's something wrong with it. What would you do to fix it? These people that are in Washington and these uh, people that go supposedly to Yale and Harvard and Stanford, why has the system gotten so out of whack? What is wrong with the system? Tell me what you're talking about. Who is ringing up the customer, if you can find one, why do you have to check yourself out? Why is the Walton family the richest family, like probably in the country? And because yet, Walmart works. They can't That's why. provide health insurance they to do. the people that are making the money at the bottom. If you have a principal at a school who is not there for three or four days, what's going to happen? Nothing. If you have a cafeteria worker or a bus driver who is getting the kids to the school, and they don't show up, what's going to happen? Paul, it's I understand. Not be good. Paul, I understand you. You're frustrated with looking at the people Paul, at the bottom. Paul, at the bottom. You're, you don't have a single solution. You're just complaining. You're suge- you're only, in fact, not, the only I'm solution that's available. In fact, the uh, only solution you're... Though, is Paul, Paul, we both can't talk. supposed to have the solutions. We, we can get on the radio, and we can talk from now into eternity. But... It seems like to me nothing ever changes because all they do is talk, 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 You're, talk. The only suggestion to the things that you just mentioned is a government powerful enough and big enough to take it from the people you hate. And I'm not in favor of that. I, I think that's a threat to liberty. You don't seem to have a problem with that. You're upset that there's some who are successful and some who are not. That is how things work. The opposite is socialism, which means everyone's miserable. Is the capitalist system... By far, without error? Of course not. But it is the only thing, the only system that allows all people to, to, to somehow benefit. I don't understand your, your point. I really didn't. I was trying to get you to get specifics, but you sounded like one of the presidential candidates in the debate this week. Is he saying that uh, there are no Walmart employees with hospitalization? Because that's not true. Of course not. That's not true at all. All right, more you of your can phone elect calls. not to take it, but four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen. 66. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Where a comedy act and a serious thought collide. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's old, old age dream. The ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Phone lines are open. Lee Brothers talking about the debate on uh, the Democratic primary this week. More about this billionaire thing. I mean, Bernie Sanders actually thinks that it's immoral to be a billionaire. He got in this big uh, tiff about it. We continue with the clip. When we have 45 million people dealing with student debt, we have enormous problems facing this country. And we cannot continue seeing a situation where in the last three years, 
billionaires in this country saw an $850 billion increase in their wealth. Congratulations, Mr. Bloomberg. But the average American last year saw less than a 1% increase in his or her income. What does that have to do with anything? And I mean, that, you think it's Bloomberg's fault? That's statistically in there, not a billionaire. That's true. He did. Yeah. I mean, so, what, what, I just don't I just don't understand right. all the issues that Bernie lays out. He's an immoral that, man. That, that He's are a millionaire. So, that are so bad. Are Bloomberg's fault? It's because billionaires exist. It's because Walmart exists, which, by the way, Walmart is the best thing to happen to the middle class. Prices are as low now than they've ever been in the history of our country. And they're falling every day. Prices are falling. Fall back. Roll back. <laughs> anyway, he continues. That's Mayor, wrong. Mayor Bloomberg, should you exist? I can't. How about that question? Should you exist? This is the United States of America. I okay, almost can't stand so what about the magic wand? Poof, he's gone. <laughs> Un- but should you exist? I wish, I wish, now, actually, Bloomberg answered it quite nicely, but I wish he would have said, no, you can take me out and shoot me like the gulags and Communism. Mayor, Mayor Bloomberg, should you exist? I can't speak for all billionaires. All I know is I've been very lucky, made a lot of money, and I'm giving it all away to make this country better. And a good chunk of it goes to the Democratic Party as well. Is it too much? Have you earned too much money? Listen to that. Has it been an obscene amount of Should you have earned that much money? Unbelievable. Yes. I worked very hard yeah. for it. That's a and legitimate conversation. In this the majority country. of it away, and he does. He you does. Believe, believe, and if I were him, I wouldn't give a dime to the Democratic Party. In fact, I'd say, you know what, guys? You guys are on the line with what, I'm, what I see and what I'm doing at all. Goodbye. Do you believe that this is a legitimate? No, here's the question. Listen. Should you have earned that much money? In the United States of America, that question what is What kind asked. of question is that? Should you have earned as if you went to all the poor people and ripped it out of their hand? Bloomberg offered a service that people buy. And by the way, there's not a limited amount of money. It's a zero. It's not a zero sum game. It's unlimited. So it's not like Bloomberg's got a billion of it and you can't get any of it. That is the most absurd view of of the way things work. And, and, And Bloomberg was attacked for being successful. That is the Democratic Party today. This stinks. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So here here's a. uh, Here's something else that happened in the debate. Listen to this question, talking about socialism and, and, and attacks on money and free markets and free people. Listen to this. Senator Sanders has a proposal that would require all large companies to turn over up to 20% of their ownership to employees over time. Is that a good idea? Welcome to America. Can you? The government has no right can to you dictate believe to this? any company to give any portion of that company away. Somebody somebody starts off with $20. <clears throat> Ten years later, he's got a multi-million dollar empire to him. Still a small business in the grand scheme of things, but it's his empire. Now the government comes along and says, we want you to give 20% away to your employees. Bernie Just Sanders believes. Give it away. <laughs> That's perfect. The Democratic Party believes this. Everyone on the stage actually to some level believes this. I know uh, Pete Buttigieg actually was asked and he said he didn't believe the government should force it. But here is Bernie's answer. Listen to his answer to this. Okay, here's what Bernie Sanders said about forced employee ownership. In fact, it is my policy and I'm very proud of that policy. 
What we need to do to deal with this grotesque level of income and wealth inequality is... Is a government big enough to punish those who have it? That should scare you. Make sure that those people who are working... You know what, Mr. Bloomberg, wasn't you who made all that money. Maybe your workers played some role in that as well. Now, that pisses me off because, quite frankly, he hired them and paid them well enough to love it and stay there. Otherwise, they would have left. And Bernie Sanders just say maybe they did some of it. Of course they did. He hired them and they worked for him. Yeah, he interviewed them. He determined they would be a good fit for their company. He hired them. He paid them. He rewarded them. And if he didn't reward them, they'd move on somewhere exactly. else. They had a God-given right to do that in this country. And you remember back when Emperor Barry was in office and they were going to hire 2,000 IRS agents to police Emperor Barry's brilliant health care and everything else, 2,000 new agents won't be anywhere near enough in Bernie's to police world. this crap in Bernie's world. He continues. And it is important that those workers are able to share the benefits. Also, when we have so many also. people who go to work every day, and they feel not good about their jobs. They feel like cogs in a machine. I want workers to be able to sit on corporate boards as well so they can have wow. some say over what happens to their lives. Mayor Bloomberg, you own a large company. Would you support what Senator Sanders is proposing? Absolutely not. I can't think of a ways that would make it easier for Donald Trump to get reelected than listening to this conversation. No kidding. It's ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. And it's amazing as a Democrat on the stage Who's that recognizes Bloomberg. Bloomberg. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. <laughs> This uh, radical speaker shows up at Bernie event yesterday and uh, grabbed a microphone and was going to introduce Bernie Sanders, and here's what she said. And, and we need a powerful socialist movement to end all capitalist oppression and exploitation. And there's too many white people in here. <laughs> you believe that? You be- a socialist revolution to end capitalist oppression? There's no oppression in capitalism. The oppression is when you have a socialist big government. That's what oppression will look like. You have no idea what oppression is. The only thing that's oppressing anyone in capitalism is themselves. No, exactly right. If they're being held back, they're holding themselves back. America is perfect for somebody who wants to work hard. Capitalism is, is truly the land of opportunity there is nowhere on earth where they're just going to send you a check, have a good time. Not long term, right. Um, can I ask a question? Can I get some more this week? Because I want to have a big party. <laughs> sure. How much you want? I, that, that doesn't exist anywhere. Look, if in the United States of America, if you graduate from high school, get married, have children, and work, you will be very successful in the United States of America. In that order, by the way, in that order, you get a high school graduate, you get married, you have children, you will be successful in the United States. You screw that up, 
It will be difficult for you. And no socialist program will be able to save you. Do it, things that are right, and you'll be amazed how great it is in the United States of America. You if you have Democrats. an idea for a company, you want to start your own business, you want to excel, you want to, you want to be one of those godforsaken billionaires. <laughs> Curse it, Or even a millionaire. You can do this. There are people out there that will help you for free to show you where others have gone before and the pitfalls and such. All right, coming up, Democrats plan to destroy the energy sector. This should make you disgusted as the last few clips. And your phone calls, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. The power of the speaker is awesome. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Liberty is too precious a thing to be buried in books, Miss Saunders. Men should hold it up in front of them every single day of their lives and say, I'm free to think and to speak. My ancestors couldn't. I can. And my children will. the Commonwealth of Virginia. We are the Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens and American patriots, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left is Richard Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, lovely Friday afternoon, and uh, thanks for the conversation. Mm, Very nice of you. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. 454-1366, 454-1366, actually an easy number to remember, 454, and then there's a 13 on your keyboard and a 66. Those aren't separate numbers. There's one number, 13 and 66. Did you figure that out all by yourself? All right, check us out also on our, must have. on our webpage, 927fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly there. Two great videos. One is how scary Bernie is. And Western civilization is the best and should be duplicated. But wouldn't you like to just sit down and have a beer with that man? Bernie? Wouldn't that be fun? Did, did you not think the guy is angry and mad and how he screams? And did, The guy is uh, a there's no, there's no question. He's uh, He's got screws loose because he will probably find some voters that are not the brightest yeah, they all, they're all just rallying. Not yeah. the sharpest tool in the shed. They're right. going to be like, I like Bernie. I'd, right. I'd like to take Bernie and rub a, a balloon on his hair. <laughs> I'd like to see his hair all stood up. <laughs> That's so true. Sometimes it's doing it anyway. All right, so at the debate, they attacked the energy sector. I mean, with fervor and passion. Listen to this montage we put together of their disdain. Now, listen, if everything they say in this clip comes true, You'll be rubbing two sticks together. And you're working hard to put food on your family. <laughs> Here's exactly the clip. Right. I'm willing to go as far as we have to go. First of all, I would eliminate all the subsidies we have for oil and gas. <clears throat> eliminate it, period. What would you do with these companies that are responsible for the destruction of our planet? What would I do with them? I would make sure they, number one, stop. Number two, if you demonstrate that they, in fact, have done things already that are bad and they've been lying, they should be able to be sued. They should be able to be held personally accountable. 
Well, already we've closed 304 out of the 530 coal-fired power plants in the United States, and we've closed 80 out of the two or 300 that are in Europe. Uh, Bloomberg Philanthropies working with the Sierra Club. Nice. That's one of the things you do. You have said uh, uh, that you were going to have an executive order that would stop drilling uh, on, on public land, stop mining, which is a huge industry here. So, look. I think we should stop all new drilling and mining on public lands People and all insane. offshore drilling. But Senator Sanders, I'm going I'm to move to fracking. You want a total ban on nat natural gas extraction, yep. fracking in the next five years. The industry wow. obviously supports a lot, of, a lot of jobs around the country, yep. including thousands in the battleground state of Pennsylvania. I've made it very clear that we have to review all of the permits that are out there right now for natural gas um, and then make decisions on each one of them and then not grant new ones until we make sure that it's safe. It is safe. Fracking is, by, by the way, very safe. The EPA's ruled it's safe. No fracking for you. It's just unconscionable. We can't, we just can't get that natural gas out of the ground. These people can't do it, can't get the oil out. We have so many natural resources in the United States. We, we are, I said United States. You know what I'm thinking about, don't you? No mistake. In the United States, we, we are energy independent for the first time and for, for a long, long time. And the Democrats want to stop that. They want, they want to, to stop. if they get their way with all the things they just did there and a little diatribe from the debate this week, then think about what will happen to your energy bills. They'll go up as much as $4,000 a year. Eliminating fossil fuels, which is what they talked about, would increase the energy bills for people in Nevada, 60% who rely on oil, gas, and propane to heat their homes. Fossil fuels support nearly 11 million jobs and $1.3 trillion in the U.S. economy. Yeah, just get rid of that in five years, Pete Buttigieg. These people are insane. And wait till we play the next clip of Bernie's defense of it. Oliver, on line 17, you're on AM820, WNTW, and FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, y'all. Uh, first, I want to just say thank y'all for being on the radio. I look forward oh. to listening to you on Friday while I get a chance. Oh. Thanks, Oliver. Uh, we appreciate you. Oh. Uh, your current topic, uh, Lord have mercy, these uh, uh, fossil fuels, this, that, and the other. I mean, I mean, it's good to find a different way, but, I mean, it's like this, uh, this ethanol that you put in the gas. I mean, it costs more to make a gallon than you sell one for. Yeah, it's and crazy. I get, worse, crazy. I get worse gas mileage when I put it in my car, so therefore I'm burning more fuel. Uh, I don't know. You know, one of the guys well, that works I, here with us um, has a... Uh, it's a Chrysler minivan. It's a flex fuel. It'll right. run. It'll run on alcohol and sheets. It's the only place around that I can find that sells this eighty plus octane alcohol. The first time we put alcohol in it and pulled it down the road and hit the gas, it laid rubber all the way to the stoplight. And it's a caravan. It's a minivan. You look really <laughs> cool on it too, by the way. I mean, I, I thought it was cool. <laughs> We had to put tires on it within three days. Oliver, great call. Appreciate it so much. And 454-1366. I think what's interesting is you're, you're right. I mean, the, the the amount of energy we have, we shouldn't be walking away from. But here's here's Bernie Sanders. We should not be using corn. Of course not. In our fuel when there are starving people around the globe. Here's what Bernie Sanders said about this. Listen to his rant. Now, this is a 
self-devowed socialist. And by the way, he used to be communist. He changed that in the debate this week, and he's actually said in the past that what's wrong with communism. So here's Bernie Sanders about the reason why these people should lose their jobs and the mines in fracking. What I tell these workers is that the scientists are telling us that if we don't act incredibly boldly within the next six, seven years, there will be irreparable damage done, not just to Nevada, not just to Vermont or Massachusetts, but to the entire world. Joe said it right. This is an existential threat. You know what that means, Chuck? That means we're fighting for the future of this planet. Whatever. And the Green New Deal that I support, Listen to this rant. by the way, will create up to 20 million good-paying jobs as we move Only our the energy can system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. This is a moral issue, oh. my friends. Can't argue with it then. We have to ha- take the responsibility of making sure that the planet we leave our children and grandchildren is a planet that is healthy and habitable. That is more important than the profits of the fossil fuel industry. Unbelievable. Why don't you just check yourself into the old fool's home while I still have a bed left? Play play the first part. This guy is an absolute nut. Let me just tell you something. There is, if you do absolutely nothing, if this government does nothing to fight climate change, nothing ever again, and no other country does either, we'll all be here in 100 years having this exact same conversation. Or we'll all all be in paradise together when the meteor hits the planet. Yeah, good point. What what do you want? You want to see the beginning of that again? You you want to see the beginning? Yeah. What did you say about that? That was a nice one. You want to hear the beginning again? Yeah, just the beginning. What I tell these workers is that the scientists are telling us that if we don't act incredibly boldly. Stop right there. <laughs> is incredibly boldly bad English? I think it sounds kind of bad. I don't even think it sounds. That if we don't act incredibly boldly, <laughs> boldly, <laughs> such... act incredibly boldly. Yeah, well, whatever. Wouldn't it be if we don't act incredibly bold? Yes. Going forward. That would be when a better way to wear it. meteor comes to hit Earth, there's nothing we can do about it. There is a... Uh, Trump. He's th- working on something with NASA. Do you understand how socialists and communists have taken this, this global warming issue and used it to beat you over the head to have a moral imperative, to have a government that takes things away from you? It's really quite a brilliant move. I mean, if you think well, about it... global uh, cooling was way back when, and that didn't catch on because... We were having record hot summers. Right. We're in the middle of global cooling, but it's 170 degrees where it's normally 90 this time of year. So they pulled back for a year and then relaunched global warming. The reason I know this thing is a lie and a con and um, a ruse is because there is a dividing line in the debate. If you are for global warming, you happen to also be a socialist communist Democrat. I don't know why that is. I mean, show me someone who is for free markets, free people, who believes in um, in, in a limited government and our Constitution in America who holds the view. No one does. Why is it, if you're a radical environmentalist, that it's bigger and more important to you to have a government to force things out of our hands than it is anything else? This is an entire movement built around 
taking your freedom away. It's not about the planet. Besides, we're a country, not a planet. Bernie, if you get your way in every single possible function, you will do zero for the planet. I mean, zero. We're already the cleanest country on the planet. This is what we I don't already, understand. We have more controls. We have more of everything to protect the environment and everything here. You, I don't know how you protect it anymore. Are you going to launch a war against China? They ask China to clean up their environment because they're the they're the you know pig pens. They're the ones that just dump everything everywhere. Under this president, America's air and water is cleaner, and the United States is solidifying its energy independence. Under this president. It's cleaner than it was when the dinosaurs walked the earth. <laughs> the uh, Inter- International Energy I Agency. I could be, I could be wrong. Says our, run 35 miles an hour. Just, just thought I'd right. say that. Said our emissions have That's declined true. 2.9%. We That's are true. not the problem. All you leftist pukes who are running the Bernie Sanders and the Democrats to save the planet are lying to yourself. You will give up fundamental freedoms of energy independence for a lie. We can't fix anything. We're the best already. Why are you doing that? Why are you leftists so hell-bent on destroying the best part of the planet? They just want to stress you and I out. Uh, it's, Mission it's, accomplished. It's Third a, bags. We're stressed. <laughs> it's, a, it's all a con. All right. Your phone call's next. By, by the way, coming up, the bill that's going to seek um, lactating rooms for employees. Yeah, I'm we got sure nothing else to, to see do. that coming. Yeah, we were worried about it. That's one of the things we wanted from this General Assembly. I haven't slept at night. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers, ninety two point seven FM, eight twenty WNTW. Richmond's Conservative Compass, the Lee Brothers on eight twenty WNTW. Ms. Hutchinson, I also want to thank you about bringing up the poverty draft and this idea of a bootstrap. You know, this idea and this metaphor of a bootstrap started off as a joke because it's a physical impossibility to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, by your shoelaces. It's physically impossible. The whole thing is a joke. Just like you, AOC. That's hilarious. The whole thing is a joke. You know, you begin to wonder as you watch these Democrats, this new round of Democrats that's been going on for the last five to ten years, they, they, they feel emboldened that there is actually a group of socialist people out there who love this big government intrusive policies. And I, they're getting scarier by the minute. It's it's. And by the way, that's just not DC. That's right here in the capital of the Commonwealth with this budget. I don't know if you've seen this budget. This thing's as, as a, is a debacle. It, it is calling for a 20% increase on, um, on our spark, not 20%, 18% increase. So there's an 18% increase on a huge, nasty budget. It's adding $20 billion to our budget. To our state budget. Now, if it was a national budget and a big chunk was going to the military or something, maybe I could see that. I still think the national budget needs to be handed over to us with some Sharpies, pizzas, yeah, two Sharpies, two pizzas. Yeah, two cases of beer, beer in, in right. two weeks. Not even that. Give us this state budget. Three days. Yeah, give us the state budget. We'll make sure this. Give but, it to us for a week. 
with a box of Sharpies because we're going to dry some out. I guarantee you we could make the state a much better place to live, taxes much lower. I, I guarantee you we could do it. This was called by Luke Dorian, the most progressive budget in Virginia's history. Now, that ought to scare you. And I guess it is when you spend 18% more than the last budget by $20 billion. That's unbelievable. Now, there is a statement from the Appropriations Vice Chairman Mark Sickles. He's a Democrat from Fairfax that makes me sick. He said, quote, on this side of the aisle, we want people to have health insurance, unquote. That's very interesting. What about the other side of the aisle? That's the Republicans who don't want people to have health insurance, which, by the way, is disgusting. And it's a lie. And a lie, and you're a jerk. It's a bold-faced lie. It's interesting, Mark Sickles, how compassionate you are with my money. You get to be the Democrat who goes into the budget process and goes, I want you to take from these people and give them health insurance. And then you get to run out to a microphone and claim that you want to give people health insurance. What a, what a lie. It's not the role of you or government to provide health insurance to people. It's not. It never has been. But if it ever is, boy, Mark Sickles, I'm the dictator, the benevolent dictator, to make sure everyone gets it from other people. Mark Sickles is the sheriff of Nottingham. He is a thief. He takes takes from one, keeps a big chunk of it, gives a little to the uh, to I, You know the what? Rest. I don't know how you could be friends with people like this. I, I don't even know how. You, this guy just insulted the Republicans by saying, oh, we on this side of the aisle, we like giving health insurance. You're a liar. You stole it. You stole money from people, and then you get to divvy it out like you're some some benevolent human being with a heart that's really big. What a crap. What a pile of crap. You ought to be embarrassed. But see, this is how Democrats think. But they're they not think embarrassed. They're no, doing their job. Of course. In their minds, they're doing their job. They in actually reality, think, they're screwing people. They actually think it's their role. It's their role to go take money from someone else and give it to those who don't have it. And then to run home microphone and claim compassion. That's called thievery. You got to be ashamed of yourself, Mark Sickles. I've got compassion for Mark Sickles. It comes in the form of a big hickory stick. <laughs> and all it does is take his wallet. So inside this budget, or beyond the budget, they debated another bill. Yeah, the bill seeks to clarify workers' rights for lactating rooms. Yeah, uh, this, is, this is just phenomenal. Because remember the mindset. The mindset is the employer must be forced by the government to do things because it never happens on its own, which is, by the way, a complete lie. The relationship between the employer and the employee should be between the employer and the employee. Yet we have Jennifer McClellan, who is a senator in the General Assembly, who believes that uh, when you're pregnant, you have a short window for accommodations to be made. So you want the case resolved, you're being discriminated against because you're pregnant. You know, McClellan, employers aren't evil. I know the left wants employers to be evil so they can fly in on their broom as a dictator and fix it, but they're not. Employees typically work for employers they like. Now, there's obviously tension between some employees and employers, but that's how the world is. I used to raise my boys to say that. If you don't like your employer, you can leave. 
Now, more of the liberals would say, if you don't like your employer, go to Jennifer McClellan, who's a Democrat in the Republicans or in the uh, in the General Assembly, and ask her to fix it. You see the difference here? This is what's incredibly silly. There is a group of people who actually feel like it's government's role to fix tension between the employer and the employee. Most of us in America think, if you've got tension between your employee and employee, go find another employer or work it out or figure it out. Employers who have phenomenal employees want to keep them, even if they're pregnant, even if they're lactating. They will find a way to accommodate their employee. They don't need your help, Jennifer McClellan in the General Assembly. They don't need a big government to step in and do it. But it's awful kind of you to offer your big government solutions. It's all a lie. It's garbage. And it must be stopped. Anyway, I feel better. Don't you? Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. And that's a, uh, well, it's a rap. What kind of rap is it? Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, sitting to my left, sometimes my far left. There's some caramel corn in the kitchen. <laughs> Never that's made a rap. rap out of caramel corn, but... That's your wrap. Okay. I'd be glad to do it. Uh, or we could go out and get a big nasty steak at your expense and put it in a wrap. That sounds phenomenal. Hey, check us out if you would, too. 92.7FM820AM.com. 92.7FM820AM.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you directly to our page. There you'll find a great video about how scary Bernie is. And I say great. It's really not so great. Bernie, white. The Fear Factor, all there at 92.7fm820am.com and Western Civilization. I can't believe the uh, awesome. show has gone by already. What has? The show. Was like, oh, no, uh, that went by pretty quick today. I must have been. Hey, um, did, you, did you notice Virginia is now closer to menstrual equity? There's legislation that's going to require schools to provide free menstrual products to all students. Male and female. <laughs> well, there are trans. There are trans. Just depend on point. how they uh, identify themselves. Oh, incredibly good. In fact, if we're giving out menstrual products to all kids in high school, that's going to cost if, us something. I wonder if we're here for the menstrual product. Menstrual equity, Richard. Menstrual equity. There they was said, inequity. Well, no, you're not a student here. I want some menstrual equity in the front of this school right now. That bill was really, really argued and talked about on the floor. I'm not kidding you. There'll be a menstrual event if you don't give me my menstrual equity. Thanks for joining us today. Be careful in your commute home. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next Friday right here on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW. He's kind of kooky, isn't he? Bye, (laughs) y'all. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference made the city stronger we made the city freer and we left her in good hands all in all not bad not bad at all and so bye god bless you